welcome to another episode of Women's Wellness That Works. I'm Essential Anne, and my purpose is to inspire, empower, and guide women to their self-awareness so that they can be responsible for their health, well-being, and happiness. And I am honored here today to have Alyssa Gomez. She is gorgeous. But um, I really want to learn more about who you are and your story and how you have come to be who you are because you're like this TikTok queen and now you've become <laughs> this amazing social media um, presence. Thank you. So tell me about yourself and your Thank story. You. Yes, I would love to share. I, I, I've always had a love for the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. I've always had a love for uh, performing and dancing, singing and acting. Since I was about three years old, I was put in dance classes. Six months old, I was put in my first pageant. Wow. <laughs> Got third place out of 200 babies. You were six years old. Doing what? I don't know. I was um, six months old in oh. my first pageant, yes. So one of those baby pageants. <laughs> A baby pageant, yes. So I, I don't remember, but my mom says it was really fun. Uh, so she she's the one who kind of threw me into this whole beautiful world of... Mm -hmm self-discovery and you know freedom of my body and which I love about her I'm so thankful for her and and uh, so I actually was on my journey to get an agent and break try to break into the acting world when I got my first call back my first night in the hospital mm. from an agency and how old were you I was 14 years old okay. when I really decided I was gonna give it my all and go for it and do what I could, and I got my first call back my first night in the hospital. I was diagnosed with leukemia, acute lymphoblastic leukemia. So it really, you know, it really threw me down for a, a whirlwind, but with, you know, trying to stay positive, with the support of my, my family, my friends, and my, my doctors were great always trying to keep me, you know, positive. They actually would walk into my hospital room and tell me, you should get up and dance. You should get up and move. You should, you know, at the time, I actually really couldn't even stand. Right. <laughs> but right. I, I tried, you know, they would put the TV on for me, music. My brother would come play the guitar for me, get my spirits up, get that music in me again. Mm -hmm. But definitely when I was ill, going through my treatment, it really took a toll on me and my spirit. And mm -hmm. I felt helpless, alone, and... Mm, understandably. Yes, and just yeah. confused and scared. And, right. So and you, you were 14 years old, mm -hmm. and you were diagnosed with leukemia. Explain what type of leukemia this is. Like, where did it affect you physically? Le leukemia is a cancer of the blood. There are different types of leukemia. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I had the better type, the one that was easier to treat. They gave me an 80% chance at life, which mm. is... It's, yeah, it's great. great. It's a great yeah. chance. Yes, and I'm here today, so we, we did it. I, I, I did have a lot of side effects from the treatment. I couldn't walk. I couldn't, uh, could barely sit up for more than a few minutes on my own or brush my teeth, use the restroom, all of that, um, eat. Mm -hmm. So it really took a, a toll on me for many years, and I, and I lost my, all my hair for two years, and it was my freshman year of high school, actually. Oh. Yes. And that's just such a pinnacle time in, in uh, your young life. You it know? was. So yes. how long were you going through treatments? How long were your treatments? How long was the whole process from the time you were diagnosed till you were in remission? 
I was actually in remission seven days after my diagnosis, which remission means you have less than 5% of the cancer cells left in your body. Complete remission, which is like when you're considered done with your treatment, would be uh, the duration of all my treatment was about two and a half years. Two and a half years, two, two and a half years of daily chemotherapy orally and mm -hmm. also um, weekly, well, daily for a little while, intravenously as well, and then once a week intravenously through injections in the spine, injections in the legs, oh, uh, you know, bone marrow biopsies and... Uh, you, yeah, you name it. There's, whole, there's this whole world of chemotherapy as well, which is a whole other story. But it was a long two and a half years for me, mm -hmm. and I learned a lot about myself. And So tell me about that. What, what did you learn about yourself? During I learned that I am very strong. Mm -hmm. I'm very strong, and I know that I just learned to accept myself at the time and it was it was really hard I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to put myself back in those shoes at, at that time because it is now um, almost 15 almost 15 years ago but I I so I, I went through a long journey of, of self-discovery at the time when I lost my hair and I was just starting to identify with you know makeup at that age and my friends doing their hair styling their hair and playing with eyeliner and lashes and, and all the typical things all, that a yeah. normal teenage girl, girl does do, right? and has fun with exactly. and just exploring their style and yeah. and whatnot and I was losing my hair and mm. gaining weight and get I had uh, you know a lot of acne from the steroids that they gave oh. me and blurred vision blurred speech sometimes I couldn't even speak mm -hmm. breathing yeah. I didn't breathe for a long time my my breath was lost uh, right. with so, such a little blood count that I had. Exactly. So I had to just find the strength within me and tell myself that I had to learn everything I could, educate myself as much as I could on my diagnosis, on the treatment, and I was my big, that I was my biggest advocate. And I took charge of it, and I became the doctor's favorite patient. It was kind of a running joke throughout the hospital. <laughs> if, if the doctor, if a new doctor came in and got me, they was like they were in for a treat because I told them what to do from start to finish. Did you? I made them check my name three times, triple check my my name on the chemo. I didn't want to get anyone else's, and uh, but I really just I just took it head on, and I, I told myself that I was going to get through it, and I was going to be okay. Mm -hmm whether I was or not, and I think that that attitude just really helped heal, mm -hmm. heal my body. And so how long did it take for your hair, because you have beautiful hair, by the way. Thank how long you. did it take for your hair to actually grow back and you know, have you finally accept yourself as this beautiful young woman? I mean, I'm sure it's been a long journey. It's been a long journey, and I was very uncomfortable for a long time being, uh, being bald and more so because my entire body changed, not mm. just my hair, it was my face, yeah. uh, you know, no eyelashes, no mm. eyebrows type of thing. So at that time, I was very self-conscious, and I did go back to high school in 10th grade. And when I went back to school, my hair was about a centimeter long Aww. all around. Yeah like a little buzz cut. And, and you didn't wear any wigs or anything? I did not wear any wigs. 
I love, I, that's where I found my love of hats. I, I'm a hat girl now. Okay. Love hats. Love me a good hat. But I went to school, just rocked it, mm -hmm. rocked my bald head. And when I could put little clips, the tiny baby little clips, I did that Aww, too. And I spiked so it up. You know, I found my, found my own style with right. what I was going through. And I did go through a lot of judgment as well from my peers, my own age. The, a lot of people made fun of me. I was kind of bullied a lot for having cancer, which was, is really ridiculous. But I had people calling me, my nickname was Cancer Girl. Oh, and, that's um, terrible. That really just continued to push me to find my own voice and my own strength within me. And just to realize that uh, at the time I was just different. I was mm. different and I had a different journey. Right. But again, I just always reminded myself that I would get through it and I, I would be able to experience all the fun things Thanks. that everybody else did. So you are also a advocate for... For Teen Cancer America. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm also an ambassador, one of their teen cancer survivors at Teen Cancer America. And I, I'm so happy that I ran into them. It just, hap it just sort of happened. Mm -hmm. I ran into my old child life specialist mm -hmm. from my hospital and at, while I was at a work event. And she put me in touch with Teen Cancer America. And now I get to help teens across the world build the community in the hospital. So we focused on building hospital wards That's specifically great. for teens and giving them a place in the medical system. That's wonderful. Which is something that I didn't have. Right, yes. and teen, teen cancer is not widely known, right? It's, it's not. It's mostly either pediatric or elderly or mm -hmm. breast cancer. So Teen Cancer America does so much work with teens and, and um, the organization helps yes. other teens as you had gone through. Now, were they in existence when you were going through your... They were not. They were so not. this is very new. This is about within the last eight years, mm -hmm. five to eight years that it's it's launched. It started in the UK by Pete Townsend and, and Roger Daltrey yes, from, the, from Who. the Who. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they brought it over to the US and UCLA was, I believe, the first hospital that they brought it to, which was my hospital. Yes. And so I'm just so happy that I get to connect with other yeah. teens and sort of be a mentor to them or just be, be a person that they can talk to about their, their journey right. and just someone to relate to or just have fun with or, you know, anything. And it's it, it just so fulfilling and I love it. And that's how we connected. It's that's Teen how we connected. Cancer America, yes. which is so wonderful. Thankful, thankful yes. for that. Um, so let me ask you a question. So let's say there is a teen out there who is going through cancer right now. What would you say to that teen? I would say to find the strength within yourself and not give up. And just remember that although you might feel like your world is crumbling around you, there's a whole other world to discover within yourself. And you always have people like myself, Anne, and you have so many resources available today. If anybody needs anyone to talk to, please don't be afraid to reach out because isolation is is and can be debilitating. And you you really, we would love to help support you and we're, we're here for you. Yes, yes. wonderful. You, your story is definitely inspiring to me and to, um, 
to women and teens um, of any age. So I'm, I'm just like so grateful that you're here. I do have Thank a couple you. more questions I want okay. to ask you. Let's see if you can answer this. Happiness is? Freedom. Mm, good. Age is? A number. Yeah. And beauty? Beauty is? Self-love. And then being a woman is? Empowering. 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 And so you've empowered so many, so many women today and teens, and I'm so grateful that you were here today. So Thank if you. you liked any of this information that you've seen and watched, please share it with other women and other teens. And I thank you for being here. I thank you for joining Women's Wellness at Work. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. My pleasure. And to your health and happiness.